Welcome to This or More, a wild entrepreneurial podcast adventure for bold and brave creatives like you. I'm Tiffany Knapper, your host, holistic business coach, corporate music industry dropout, a seasoned five-time multi-six-figure entrepreneur, yoga instructor, and your go-to gal for heart-to-heart coffee chats. On this show, we're not just here to share stories. We're here to ignite a fire within you and make you realize that the reality you envision is just the tip of the iceberg. You're wildly capable of achieving that reality and so much more. So my friends, grab your cup of inspiration, settle in, and let's dive into another inspiring episode of This or More. Hello, you are listening to episode 10 of This or More, a podcast by yours truly, Tiffany Knapper. So when I say to you, it's time to raise your prices, how does that make you feel? And if the answer is anything other than absolutely freaking magical, then this episode is for you. Now, let me be very clear. Not everyone listening right now will need to raise their prices. If, for example, you've never sold the thing at the current price, it might not be time to raise your prices. If, for example, you're offering something brand new with no proof of concept, no positive reviews, it's not time to raise your prices. But If you've been offering that thing for a while, you have experience under your belt, impressive case studies, glowing testimonials, great. That means it's time to review your pricing. And here's what else I want you to know before we dive deeper into this topic about raising your pricing. Your pricing should be based on your results. Full stop. Always, always, always price your offering at a level where you know with 100% certainty that your client's results outvalue what they just paid you. In other words, the results will surpass their investment. Now look, that doesn't always mean money to money. There are different value points in the world, right? Time is money. We know that phrase. So if you give them something, they pay you for something and it saves them a bunch of time, does the amount of time they saved outvalue the investment they gave you? There's a little bit of gray area here. You know, though, you know what's right and what's wrong. So I'm trusting you to use your moral compass here when we have this entire discussion today about raising your prices. But your pricing should always be based on your results. This is why you'll charge less in year one, then you charge in year five, and then you charge in year 10. Because without proven results, it's hard to instill confidence in the buyer that it's worth that price tag. Now, here are a few excuses you might make to justify not raising your prices. (laughs) You might say to yourself, I just want to do good in the world. I offer a spiritual or holistic service and I don't want to ask for money for that. I feel bad asking for money for that. I've heard that before. Or you might say to yourself, I don't want people to have to pay a lot for that service. I want to be affordable for everyone and all. I've definitely heard that before. I've felt that before. Or you might say to yourself, I don't think my audience can afford anything more than what they're paying. I can't even get a lot of people to sign up at this price point. I can't possibly go up in price. I've heard that before. So if any of those excuses start going through your mind, I want you to just become aware and stop for just a moment because all of those are, sorry to say it, excuses. Now in today's episode, I'm going to share with you A lot of strategy, how to know 
when it's time to raise your prices, how much to raise your prices, how to tell your old clients about your new prices, how to tell new clients about your new prices. We're going to dig into all of that. I'm going to even give you a template that helps you rip the Band-Aid off when you're telling them. But before I do any of that, I would be remiss not to mention that we all come to the table with a subconscious belief around our value and our worth. Some of us were told things as children that impacted our self-worth. Some of us were told things by previous interested parties, customers, clients, potential customers and clients who chose to go with another provider or who, who flat out told us our rates were too high. And that's our true lived experience, right? But know this, your lived experience is real, but it's not our truth. Those are two very different things. And the terms real and truth are related, but they have very distinctive meanings. So let's dive in for just a second. Real. Real refers to that which exists objectively, independently. It happened. That's why I say that's your real lived truth. If someone told you that, that's real. But truth refers to the state or quality of being in accordance with the fact of reality. It is the conformity of a statement, belief, or proposition to objective reality. It is often associated with propositions or statements. And when a statement corresponds to what is actually the case, it is considered true. Okay. So do we believe when someone said to you, your rates are too high, do we believe that to be true? No. So remember... Your lived experience is real, but it's not our truth. So now that we know that our previous reality is not our truth, aside from our self-worth meter, there are other things we need to take into consideration when we're diving into the topic of raising our prices. For example, market demands. Okay? If the market's not demanding what you're selling, it's going to be hard to raise your prices. Uh, Quality of your offering. If your quality of your offering is not impeccable, it might be hard to raise your pricing. Uniqueness of your offering or your moral compass. Does it feel good to you to raise your price to this level? Good is different from does it feel okay? You know, might feel a little uncomfortable, but does it feel morally good in your inherent soul? Do you feel okay charging that amount? And then, of course, consistent results. Are you getting consistent results that would validate you charging that? So grab your magnifying glass because that last one is the one that we're really going to zoom in on. Consistent results. So how do you know when it's time to raise your prices? Once your results are no longer a (laughs) crapshoot and you know without a shadow of a doubt that they will get back what they invest in more or that they will get the results you promised and more, then it's time to raise your rates. Simple as that. So if you had 20 happy clients last year and you were charging $5,000 per offering and they were all successful, happy clients, it's time to raise your rates. If you had five happy clients last year and you were charging $20,000 per offering, it's time to raise your rates. If you had 300 happy clients last year and you were charging $1,000 per offering, it could be time to raise your rates. Notice I said could be because here's a little disclaimer. If you have an offering that easily convinces 300 people to give you $1,000 and that feels good to you, it's scalable, you can continue to take on 350, 400, 500, 
then you might not need to raise your rates. You might have reached a sweet spot, meaning you found it very easy to convince 300 people to give you $1,000. Let's keep doing that. There's no need necessarily to go up to 1100 or 1200 or 1500 if it might have a negative impact on how many people we can serve. But more than likely, if you're offering a hands-on service that's trading your time for money, which is a lot of my creative entrepreneurs out there, graphic designers, publicists, social media managers, I even have bookkeepers, interior designers, wedding planners, right? Time for money. You can't scale to 300 happy clients without burning out. And if that's the case, then you're going to want to consider raising your prices. It's the easiest way to increase your revenue and your profit next year without sacrificing your mental health, well-being, time with your family, all of those things. So let me do that again with even more clarity. Let's go through how to know when it's time to raise your rates. If you served 20 clients last year and you made $100,000 because you say you charged $5,000 per client, but you can't possibly fathom helping 21 clients or 25 clients without burning out or working extra hours, and you've proven your offer because you've got those 20 happy clients, it's time to raise your rates. If you had five happy clients last year and you were charging $20,000 per offering and you don't want to work with more than five clients per year, but you want to increase your income, it's time to raise your rates. If you had 300 happy clients last year and you were charging them $1,000 per offering and you could easily serve 350, 400, 500 people this year, you don't need to change a thing. Just keep sharing your glowing testimonials with the world so you can help more people and make more money. Okay, so now that we're clear on how to know when it's time to raise your rates, the next question you might be asking is, when do I raise them? When do I raise my rates, Tiffany? Here's my answer. As soon as you feel confident that anyone who books your services will get the outcome you promised if both parties hold up their end of the bargain. So if you're a website designer, but the client doesn't provide the copy you've requested and that impacts your design timeline, that doesn't count. If you're a coach and the client doesn't do the work you ask them to do, then that doesn't count. If you're a dietitian and the client doesn't follow the protocol you outlined to heal their symptoms, that doesn't count. But if you do the thing you promised and the client holds up their end of the bargain and the results are what you promised, now's the time to raise your rates. If you're confident anyone who books your services will get the outcome you promised and you have the past results to back that claim up, raise your rates today, not tomorrow, not in three months, today, now. Don't wait until you're fully booked. Don't wait until you've hit 100K or some other made-up benchmark milestone. And certainly don't wait until you feel ready. The truth is you might never feel ready. This is a rip off the band-aid sort of moment. Time after time when I've needed to raise my rates, it's been my coach who pushed me off the cliff. Thank goodness. So if this feels scary, good, that's normal. But don't let your own fear keep you from having a full bank account. Let me sum up this portion of today's episode. Raise your rates as soon as your client results justify it. Okay, next question you might have for me is how much, Tiffany, how much do I raise my rates? 
And this is a difficult question to answer because every single one of you listening will have a very uniquely different story and offer, but let's start here, okay? Inflation is expected to continue to ease a little bit, but in 2024, we're expected, again, expected to see about a 2.5% increase by the end of the year. That's from a Kiplinger special report for key business costs for 2024. Here's another bookmark we or benchmark we can study. Social Security and Supplemental Security Income, they, they'll put out how much they're going to increase that every year. And they're forecasting that they're going to increase their benefits to 71-ish million Americans by 3.2% in 2024. So if we use that data as a starting point, 2.5%, 3.2%, just cost of living increase, I would suggest that you increase your rates at least three to 4% minimum, minimum. But if you provide a service that is $1,000 or more, meaning it's a little bit more of a high-end, high-ticket service, that percentage hike could feel a little weird. It might feel a little inadequate or it might land you on a weird number. So this is why I say this is a difficult question to answer and there is a lot of gray area. But in those instances, I would say use that 3 to 4% minimum as a starting point and then consider the nuances of your offer, of your industry, of the market data that's in your industry, all of those things. So for example, if you were offering something at $1,100, then $1,150 or $1,200 may feel more aligned than 1144, which would have been a 4% increase, right? Or you may even realize that 1100, you were grossly undercharging at $1,100. So really, we're going to jump all the way up to uh, $1,500 for 2024. I personally have made some pretty significant jumps in the years once I get the data under my belt that shows that I can take a client from, for example, $75,000 to $150,000 in six weeks. So now all of a sudden my $4,500 offer feels grossly undervalued when I can make you $75,000 in six weeks. So you see how there's a lot of nuance here. And you've got to do your due diligence to sit down with these numbers. They're your friends, I promise, and feel it out for yourself. What feels good? What feels right in your industry, in your market? So if you were offering something at 2,500, but you really know that it should be 4,500 and you've got the case studies and the glowing testimonials and the experience to back up that value, then go ahead and bump it up to 4,500. You don't need a 4% increase. Go to the value point that feels good to you, where you know if you serve X amount of clients at that rate, you'll feel good, they'll feel good. You'll do what you promised and you'll feel good showing up to do it every day and they'll feel good about what they invested and they'll be happy with the results. And if that jump feels just way too scary for you, try the staircase approach or the ladder approach where we just go up a little bit, halfway maybe. So if we were at 2,500 and we want to get to 4,500, then maybe we go up $1,000 for the first six months and then we go up another $1,000 after that. So we go from 2,500 to 35, from 3,500 to 45. Here's the thing, okay? You're the boss. You make the rules. The only thing I don't want you to do is stick to your old pricing once you know it's worth more than that. 
Okay, next question. How do you deliver this news to your current clients? If you have clients who are currently on a recurring retainer, meaning they signed up for three months, six months, 12 months, or just month to month even, for example, you're a publicist or an accountant or a social media manager, you're going to need to communicate your price increase to your current clients. You can't just slap a new bill in their face and expect them to be happy with that, right? So I'm going to walk you through the five steps you need to do that and do that well, along with I'm going to share with you a template that you can literally copy and paste to send out the first email, okay? So step one, tell your clients well in advance about the price change. No one is going to jump over up and down over a price increase. I'm sorry, they're just not. But people really don't like them when they aren't notified, when they don't give a heads up. And I'm sure you can think back on any of the major big brands that you might be a subscriber to, like a Netflix or something, and they go up in their prices and they send you an email letting you know in advance that that price increase is going to take place on X day. That's exactly what you're going to do. So tell your clients well in advance that the changes are coming. This not only gives the appearance of control, which establishes some trust, but it allows them to make the financial decisions that they need to make for their own business. Okay. And as I mentioned, I'm going to share an email template below to help you send that email out. So don't worry about that just yet, but you're going to want to tell them well in advance. How far in advance? You, you know, I would say start with a six week window minimum. So if you're listening to this right now and it's November or December and you want to announce that price increase for the new year, you might not be able to actually enforce that price increase until February 1st. You might need to give them a little bit more than a 30 day notice, but minimum 30 day notice, please. And thank you. Okay. Minimum 30 day notice, please. And thank you. I would say six weeks if it was me. Hold that thought. Let's continue after a quick word from our sponsor. Do you like money and do you hate paying taxes? Well, then listen up because I have an app that's going to change the way you look at taxes as a solopreneur. It's called Ruby Money and it's a lifesaver. Every time you get paid, Ruby Money calculates how much you owe in taxes based on your state. And if you click yes, it automatically sets it aside for you like a little chipmunk. And then when it's time to pay your taxes, all you have to do is hit a button and voila, your business and personal bank account never have to feel the hit. Plus, it's way cheaper and more convenient than checking in with your CPA. It's truly such a weight lifted when you know you've got all your ducks in a row and you can pay your taxes with ease. It's helped me lower my taxes by more than $3,000. Give it a try today. Click the link in the show notes and use my code Tiffany for 50% off your first month. Let Ruby Money rule your green money-making machine world. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're still here with us. It's your coach and host, Tiffany. Let's continue. Step number two on how to deliver the news to your clients. Justify your price change, but avoid being apologetic. There's nothing to be sorry about when it comes to price increases. Cost of goods goes up. Maybe the programs you're using increased in price. The market changes. Your experience evolves. You're booked and busy, so you can't take on any more clients. So now your time is more valuable. These are all legitimate reasons to ask for price increases. So when you prepare your email for your clients, clarify why you're asking for more money. Be honest and be fair, but avoid over-apologizing or apologizing at all because it reduces the value of what you offer. Step number three, remind your clients of the value you bring to the relationship. So 
Speaking of value, price increases are a great time to remind your clients why they love working with you and what you bring to the table. Whether you outline this specifically in your emails or you just continue to show up and go above and beyond for them, take this chance to shine a spotlight on yourself. It is almost inevitable that you will price yourself past what someone is comfortable with. But if they remember why you're the best at what you do, then they're more likely to stick around and make it work because they can't imagine anyone else doing a better job or the feeling of discomfort of trying to find someone new who can live up to your expectations feels unbearable. They're just going to stick around. Step number four, believe in your inherent worthiness. This goes back to that top of, of this goes back to that topic at the top of our conversation. This step is less about your clients and more about your money mindset. When you raise your prices, you should be clear in your financial desires and not ask from a state of fear or greed, but from a state of knowing, from a state of gratitude, from a state of the desire to be the very best at what you do, and you know you can be the best when you're getting paid accordingly. You can't be the best if you're working 24-7 and still not able to pay your bills or take care of yourself or spend quality time with your family. You can't be the best in that scenario. So if you feel guilty about asking for an elevated price, I want you to dig a little deeper. What's telling you to feel that way? What's making you feel like it's okay for you to suffer in order to be successful? Ultimately, you're more likely to hear a yes to your new price points when you are unshakably confident in your request. And then number five tips on how to ask your clients for the new prices. Keep it short, but personal. So don't tiptoe around it. Don't make me read a novel before you deliver the news. Don't bury the lead. Get straight to the point, but with a side of personality. So if you're typically really casual in your communication, it may seem jarring if a really formal letter comes across their desk. Don't use chat GPT and over-formalize this. Stay true to yourself, okay? You can use chat GPT to put some flair on it, but just make sure it still sounds like you. And find a happy medium that allows you to, to deliver the news in a really clear cut manner, but without abandoning your unique voice and who you are. Without further ado, here is your price increase template. If you're listening and you can take some notes right now, take some notes. If you're listening and you can't take some notes right now, make a note of the timestamp so you can come back to this when you are in front of your computer and you can put this into an email. Here is your template. Dear, insert your client name. Yes, their client name. Personalize this. It matters. Dear client name. We are committed to only providing the very best, insert your product or your service. And to stay committed to that promise, our prices are going to increase from X amount to X amount, new price point, starting on insert date. New paragraph. This ensures we can nurture and elevate our unique skill set and bring even more value to you in the coming months and year ahead. I love working with you because, insert compliment about that client, and I can't wait to see what we accomplish together next. If you have any questions or concerns, please do not hesitate to reach out. Otherwise, you will see this new pricing reflected on your invoices after 
insert date. Best wishes or kind regards or XOXO or whatever you normally say when you sign off, your name. So again, sometimes it's going to feel like ripping off a Band-Aid. You're going to be really nervous to send this. Of course you are. That makes sense. But asking for a price increase is really that simple. An effective price increase is about strong communication with your clients and the knowledge that the value you provide backs up your request. Next part, how do you deliver the news to new clients? Okay, great. We just covered how we deliver that news to our existing clients that are on retainer, right? But what about new clients? How do we deliver that news? Well, you don't. (laughs) You just make the change on your website or your application forms and anywhere that you showcase your your pricing to potential new clients. You just make the change, but there's no need for us to call a lot of attention to it. There's no need to be like, it used to be this, but now it's this. What good does that do, right? Now they just feel like they missed out on something and that's not a good feeling. I don't want FOMO. So unless you're using it as a negotiation tool, meaning you're on a sales call with someone and you can tell they're wavering on the commitment and you know your price is going up in six weeks, You can go ahead and say to them, if you want to commit today, it'll be this price. If you wait after this date, it's going to be this price. That would be an instance where I would say it's okay to let them know about the quote old pricing or new pricing. But in general, this is not a moment that we need to make into a big news announcement. We just need to do the thing with confidence. I would refrain from making a big deal out of it. Rather, just own your new pricing the day it goes live and never look back at your old pricing again. It's in the past and we're not going that way. Pause right there. Let's take a quick break for some advice from a fellow creative entrepreneur, my client and friend, Caitlin Hart. Hi, I'm Caitlin Hart. I am a holistic business coach for the mindful service provider in the beauty and spa industry. My tip for you is that you don't owe your talent anything. Here's what I mean. I believe that your relationship with your talent, with your business should be a symbiotic relationship. There should be some kind of equal give and take. Whether it supports you financially, emotionally, or even spiritually, there should be some balance. Even if you're really talented, If your talent isn't serving you, you owe it nothing. So don't be afraid to quit the job, change the offering, drop the service, or make a big pivot to feel more aligned and supported. In my experience, absolute magic has always come from shifts like these. For more tips like these, follow me on Instagram at The Integrated Esthetician. Welcome back. Let's continue this conversation on how to raise your prices. Okay, so why does it matter, aside from the obvious that your business will make more money and you're in business to make money, why does it matter that I do this uncomfortable thing and raise my prices, Tiffany? Well, let's dive into that because it is more complex in a beautiful way than just helping you make more money, which of course I want you to do. Here's why it really matters. Your business actually benefits when you charge more for your product. For example, more cash flow means you can give your clients an even better experience. 
Personally, I love to shower my clients with really luxe gifts as they reach milestones or if they said yes to themselves in an area when a lot of people would said no, would have said no, I like to give them a reward, whether it be in the, in the form of flowers arriving to their doorstep or a gift in the mail. I believe in the power of positive reinforcement with what I do, so I price my offerings to be able to provide that premium experience because I know it does more than just make them feel good. It actually strengthens their resolve and their ability to do hard things moving forward. So it's not it's not a, a, a nice to have in my opinion. It is a must have and I'm going to price my offerings accordingly so that I can do that. Here's another example. More cash flow means you can give your clients a better experience. If you're making more money and now you can elevate the program that you're providing that service to them on that you can't do right now because you don't have the abundance to do that, you can't afford that elevated platform, for example, then they get a better experience by you having more money. So there's a lot of areas in which this can play out for you. But keep that in mind. When you're thinking about going up in your price, I want you to start thinking, what could you do with that added revenue, with that increased profit margin? How can you now also improve your business, improve your customer's experience because of that? And then another added bonus of how your business actually benefits when you charge more is now you can hire top talent and you can actually pay them well. I know a lot of us are really scrappy in the beginning and we hire a low ticket virtual assistant or we bring on an intern or just something and we're like, man, I wish I could pay them more. I've heard that over and over and over again. Well, guess what? When you charge more for your product, when you boss up and do the thing and ask for what you really deserve for that service, now you get to trickle that down to your team. Hired qualified people who believe in your business, train them well, and treat them well. And now you're going to have a stronger team. And as a bonus byproduct, you're going to spend less time onboarding new team members because you're going to have less team turnover, which we know costs money. It's a beautiful circular thing. So it's not just good business. It's the moral thing to do. Because now by you bossing up and asking for a higher price point to validate your offer, and provide a better experience and provide a better experience to your team as well, everybody just leveled up. Everybody's life just improved. Now, one more thing. When you start charging more, you may notice a shift in your attitude towards your business. You may notice that all of a sudden you want to start elevating things and you want to make sure that it, you know, what they're getting matches with the cost of the service. Great. Amazing. Do that. Keep evolving and improving. Keep an eye on your profit margins, of course, but keep evolving and improving. You may also notice that you no longer feel anger or resentment when a client sends you an email after hours. You may find yourself more willing to jump in and go the extra mile. Great. Rise up to that level. Notice that when you feel valued, everybody wins. It's a beautiful thing. And just remember, you're running a business, not a charity, not a hobby. You're doing it because you have a skill, a talent that other people don't have, and you felt called to offer it to the world. This asset of yours, this skill set of yours, it's worth money. So charge accordingly. 
I'm known for my mix of real talk with my unwavering level of support as a business coach. So I cannot write about this topic and not share one little thing with you. And that is this. At some point in time, as you go out and you raise your rates, you're going to have a client who doesn't want to continue on at that new price point. And in that moment, I need to remind you of something. You did the math, you know your value, and you're going to find a new client who will say yes to the new price. Please trust me on that. As you evolve, as your experience level evolves, and your prices evolve to match, it's possible that some of your clients will also evolve. And you may find that your previous clients are no longer your ideal target client. And you might have to say some goodbyes. And they might make the decision for you or you might make the decision for them. Either way, it's okay for that to feel a little sad. It is the closing of a chapter. But just know that we can't open and start the next chapter if we don't first close the current one. So it's happened to me, it's happened to everyone I've ever coached through raising their prices. In fact, if you're not hearing no, you're doing it wrong. But when you get that yes for your new price point and you realize you can breathe a little easier and you can deliver an even better product and you feel so excited about going to work every day, it makes all of those no's worth it. And they start to affect you a little bit less because you get more and more confident that a new, better yes is just around the corner. If after everything I've just shared, you're still not sure if you need to raise your prices and you want an expert to ensure that your business is set up for long-term success, that you're pricing your offerings according to the value and according to what will give you a really prosperous year, make sure you're on the wait list for my brand new, very, very exciting offering, Make That Money Honey, launching in January of 2024. I have helped countless businesswomen raise their prices, elevate their packages on their offerings, and make more money doing what they love. I would love to help you next. So read the description below to find that link and hop on that wait list. Thank you so much for listening. If you could please leave a review and share your biggest takeaway from today's episode, that would mean the world to me and also to all of the other ambitious, creative-driven women listening who might be feeling a little sense of fear around this notion of raising your prices. I think it's a beautiful thing when we realize that we are not alone in how we're feeling and someone else is there too and we can rise up together. Until next time, know that this or more is just around the corner.